I don't create the drama, but I'm here for a bitch. Welcome to Tea Time Unfiltered with Lovely Tea, where we talk about the latest celebrity tea, viral news stories, and anything trending on social media. So grab your teacups because you already know this podcast is what? Piping hot. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good this evening. So I wanted to come on here with another podcast, and I wanted to talk about a topic that a lot of people have been sending me wanting to know my opinion on. So if you guys do not know, um, one of my friends, Jamal Finkley from Black Tree Media, um, basically he decided to show behind the scenes of what goes on on the red carpet, and it's since gone viral. So what went down is that basically this weekend he was at the Grammy Awards and he was trying to get the attention of several black artists and they were just ignoring him. And Jamal Finkley has been in the game for years. He's one of the ones who encouraged me to get into black media and do things in L.A. and red carpet interviews and stuff like that. So on the red carpet, he goes trying to interview black celebrities and they're just basically walking by. They're ignoring him. He's also talking about how a lot of times when you are on the red carpet and you're getting ready to do interviews, they bunch all the black folks together and you're literally fighting for a spot. You know, like guys are literally elbowing you on the side of your head trying to get pictures. And meanwhile, People Magazine, Access Hollywood, they literally have their own square on the ground and you cannot be like directly near them. So they have room to stretch and move and take pictures and, you know, put out the microphone. It is crazy on the red carpet, right? So I'm going to go ahead and show you guys this video clip that Jamal posted. Y'all go ahead and check this out, and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. Gucci, come on, man. Do it for the black media, Gucci. It's black-owned media, Gucci. Don't just do people. Come on, Gucci. Come on, Gucci, man. Come on, the hood right here. Hey, Gucci, I was in 6 Southwest with you. Gucci, I was in 6 Southwest. Come on, man. Do the black media, man. Don't just do vulture. Don't just do the. Don't do. Just, don't just do people. Don't just do people, Quavo. Come on, Quavo. How you gonna be for the hood like that? I'm calling you. All right, so you guys just saw the video, and, you know, the whole situation is crazy. You see Gucci Man walking by, and he's like, come on, bro, holla at me. Then Quavo walks up, and he says, do it for the hood, cuz. <laughs> and he walks by, but then, unfortunately, when Lil Nas walks by in his bright pink outfit, it's crickets. So we're going to address that in a little bit, okay? But a lot of what Jamal was saying is very, very true. And there's a lot of stuff that's going on in black media that you guys may not be aware of, especially with the way a lot of these mainstream celebrities treat black media and it's really sad you know and I've witnessed this this is why I don't you know really do red carpet interviews anymore um because it's like you're begging people who really don't want to talk to you either they feel like they're obligated or they just don't want to be bothered and I just I, I'm not I'm just not that girl I like I don't have the mentality to to chase grown adults and beg them for something that they don't want to do like I feel like when you're at an event and media is there, you should be happy that media wants to ask you questions. You should be happy that people want to know more about you. You should be happy that people want you to speak on your project. And when you're coming in with an attitude like, uh, no, that, that, that outlet's not worthy, but this one is, I just find it really sad. And what he's saying is very true. When you go onto these red carpets, I don't care if it's the Grammys, I don't care if it's the ESPYs, Oscars, there, first of all, there's not a lot of black outlets that even get invited. Like you have to fight. They only take a handful of black media 
anyways. So a lot of the black media that you'll see at like the Grammys and Oscars, they've put in work over the years to be invited year after year. So like a newer black media outlet, you have to like put in work at smaller events before they'll even consider you to come to the Grammys or to the Oscars. Okay. So these black media outlets that are invited to these big events like the Grammys and Oscars, they're very few and far between. So the fact that they're there, they are the best of the best. They're going to be professional. They're not going to be coming at you with no bullshit, messy questions. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to be invited back the next year. So this is a very, this is like as professional as it's going to get. You're not dealing with, you know, the homeboy with an iPhone trying to ask you questions on the red carpet at the Grammys. They wouldn't even be able to get in. So this is a very, very, you know, professional event. So the fact that they're just blatantly ignored like that is sad. And the footage that they do end up getting, it's almost like a miracle to get some of this footage that you get with these celebrities because once they get to a certain point it's like they don't want to be bothered and I know a lot of black media you know I become very close with different people in black media throughout the years and they've all had the same story Roland Martin has talked about how you know he's been on TV one he's been on scene like everybody knows who Roland Martin is I've met him several times he still gets shafted by some black entertainers the Jasmine brand who I got a chance to meet this summer and she was really cool she spoke about this on the breakfast club last year go ahead and check out this interview no can i just say something i don't want to plug anything else i want to say that i have been really i have this um really i have an issue with how black media is treated mm-hmm. um i feel like there you know there's this huge conversation about diversity in hollywood and i feel like there's no conversation about um the the lack of diversity in media right. i you go to you go to a red carpet they got all the black outlets at the end of the carpet they sure do they rush the celebrities de- you can't they, they don't want to make them stop they there. won't even they won't even Stop there. You got big celebrities that will repost. They get a cover from people. They won't repost, you know, somebody from Baller Alert mm-hmm. or the YBF. Mm-hmm. People so hyped to get on People Us Weekly when black outlets have been supporting their asses from day one. It is really annoying. And I feel a way about it. And it's it's really frustrating to me because it's like, you know, you can't tell. I, people is big. I'm not, I'm not downplaying people. But, you know, there are sites like ours and other sites that get way more traction and get way more support. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get impact. These and, you, the thing that, is, Black Twitter runs a lot of things. We 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 run a lot of things. We can make you go to the movies. We can make you buy albums. We can buy make you buy clothes. And I just don't understand why there is not the same level of respect or a conversation about why Black media is getting treated the way that they are. That's a great point. Yeah, I, I've, I've said that. Point. And then they get the. I'm sorry. One other thing. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like you know these Black actors and these people of color. They start off with these this Black team, these Black agents, yes. these Black publicists, and they get to a certain level and you can't see nobody black around him and, them. and mm-hmm. they ditched them and I have a huge problem with that too I'm I just, sorry uh, I just got upset thinking no. about it even like Kevin Hart they never put us on his press run but Ever. he, he calls always us comes on himself and says hey they don't have me down for you guys but I gotta make sure I'm coming to the breakfast club can you guys fit me in at this time and he takes the proactive decision to right. call us up and say I wanna come by anything Kev does big he comes here Anything and as he sh- that's, as he should Ava DuVernay, Lena Waithe, uh, Tiffany Haddish, Jason Mitchell. Yeah, Jason Mitchell from The Shy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't supposed to come up here. They didn't have him, but he was in town. And I happened to tweet about The Shy, right. and he retweeted it. And then I said, "I would love for you to come on the Breakfast Club." And that's how it happened. It didn't yes. happen because and anybody the, from the show booked him. And the thing is, pe- and, and and mainstream outlets are covering things that black outlets are talking about. Mm-hmm. So if, if people hear something on the Breakfast Club, they they start use they're starting to even use our the terms that we you know that we it's yep. it's, it's a little frustrating and I just wanted to say that because I, I, it, 
it's it no, baffles me. I agree me. with you. It that's baffles what, that's me. why I really salute all the black actresses and actors and people in Hollywood who still come to the black outlets. The Chadwick Bozemans, the Gerard Carmichael's, and Lil Rells, the Issa Rays. Why, why would you not? Because right. we might be the difference between an extra four or five million dollars that weekend, or an extra million people watching your show, right? Or an extra a couple hundred thousand buying your book. Seriously, mm-hmm. you never yeah, know. Right. Yeah, we we make a big impact, and I feel like I feel like people just assume we're going to support them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's no respect there. You know right. what I'm saying? They feel and like they made it when they, they get to certain outlets. Yeah. They forget about the outlets that have been helping them make it. So, yes. why, so why why continue to, to post them then? Yeah, I, that's what I think is a decision we're about to make. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I think that's a decision we're about to make. If you're, so. not, if you're not giving us no energy, why should we give you any right. energy? Yep. We're about to find out who you mean exactly when we see who's <laughs> yes. not getting no yes. love no more. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> All right, so you guys just saw what the Jasmine brand had to say. Um, and then on top of that, recently, uh, Jason from Hollywood Unlocked, who is also cool as hell, he also spoke about this as well when he's talking about Kevin Hart and how he treats black media on the red carpet. Y'all go ahead and check this out. Number two, black journalists who take time out of their days to come to your movie premieres to promote all the positivity that you want to see. Let me show you what he does. I was on The Breakfast Club and talked about this very issue. This is what black celebrities do. They fuck with the blogs to get hot. They get hot and they forget who helped them get hot. All right, so you guys just saw what Jason had to say as well. So everybody can't be making this up. Everybody's not lying. You know, I mean, I've seen so many people at different red carpet events, even other YouTubers, and they literally get ignored. I've seen, you know, I've seen like literally fucking Z-list, washed up ass reality TV show celebrities get on the red carpet and show their ass, demand that nobody take a picture of them, don't ask me no questions. I mean, just have the nastiest attitudes and it's like, yo, I can't do this. I'm not that girl. Like, you're not gonna talk to me crazy because you got a million followers on Instagram. That doesn't make you better than anybody. You know, and unfortunately, you have some of this fame going to a lot of people's heads. They think that they're all of a sudden up here and they no longer need the blogs, but they forget. It's the same blogs that were reporting on you that made your Z-list ass popular, okay? So don't never forget where you come from. Definitely humble yourself because like we always say in the South, the same folks you see on your way up will be the same people that you see on your way down. So unfortunately, some of these, you know, celebrities, especially the ones who are not real, like, you know, celebrities who just happen to get famous because of who they're screwing or who they don't had a kid with. Um, they tend to have the biggest egos, which is just the craziest things. But some of the top A-list people tend to be the coolest folk. The Denzel Washingtons, the Viola Davises, the Holly Berries. Some of those big A-list black celebrities tend to be the coolest. Carrie Washington is another person. But I think this conversation definitely needs to be had. And I'm going to be fair, okay? So a lot of times when there's like a red carpet thing, So this is before the Grammys start, the Oscars start or whatever. Most celebrities, they only have an hour, right, before they have to go to their seats, especially if they're not performing. So they have about an hour. The red carpet is pretty long, especially for those major award shows. There's a lot of press there. So a lot of times their publicists are picking and choosing who they feel be best for their client to talk to because they only have an hour. So if you only have an hour, are you going to really, quote unquote, waste your time talking to a black outlet or are you going to run and go try and talk to people and access Hollywood and E.T.? So that's how a lot of these publicists look at it. And that's how, unfortunately, 
unfortunately, a lot of these black celebrities look at it, too. And I have to call out the old saying that I feel like a lot of people, once they feel like they've gotten to a certain level, they feel like the white man's ice is colder. Okay, a lot of times people, E.T., Access Hollywood, these so-called mainstream white outlets, they get their news from people like me on YouTube. They get their news from people like the Shade Room on Instagram. Okay, they get a lot of their so-called tea and gossip and all that shit from black outlets, period. I have literally read articles where they have quoted me verbatim and gave me no credit. I have watched these same white outlets take my sayings, my slogans. They take our research. They take our topics that are hot in the urban community and then they whitewash it. And now these same black celebrities are willing to go talk to them because they're quote unquote less messy. I just find that ridiculous. And I think that it's really sad. And while some artists, I will give them the benefit of the doubt that they are running late. They only have about an hour to get to where they need to go. But I feel like a lot of it, like I said, they feel like the white man's ice is colder. Like once I'm interviewed by, you know, Rolling Stone or People Magazine, I've made it as opposed to being interviewed by Black Tree Media or Roland Martin. Who's really going to watch that or who's really going to look at that? You know, and it's really sad. And I think it's going to get to the point where the respect is not reciprocated between black media and black artists, they're no longer going to be reported on. Like I always tell you guys, value your likes, value what you put your energy towards. It is us, the people who are making these people who they are as far as famous, not them, you know, as a person, but as far as their celebrity. So every time you like somebody, every time you follow somebody, you are helping their engagement. You are helping their popularity. If you feel like somebody's not respecting the culture, they're not looking out for the community, then take that follow back. Take that like back. Once the blog stop reporting on these people, I bet you anything they will get humble as hell because a lot of these folks made it because of the blogs, because of the freddyold.com, because of the concrete loops, the Nicole bitches, the Miss Gia TVs. Okay, I can go on and on. These were the original black bloggers. And a lot of those black blogs are not even in existence anymore because due to lack of support, you know. And I just think that it's really sad because a lot of white blogs have been able to just blow up. And a lot of the black bloggers have fallen off. Perez Hilton, you know, he's that dude. He's been in the game for years. But a lot of the black blogs that we grew up with from like 2006, 2007, 2008, a lot of them aren't even blogging anymore because it's just become so much of a headache to deal with blacks celebrities especially on the red carpet because they don't get the same level of respect you know respect is a two-way street and I even talked about this on my live stream a few months ago where people were asking me who do I want to interview in 2020 and I told you guys at that point I'm really not interested in interviewing anybody because what I notice is that people have no problem wanting to come onto my platform that I built with over 800,000 you know subscribers they'll want to come on here and have me interview them and you know when I do my interviews they're professional they're well edited I will let you know more about that person than before you came to watch the interview. You know what I'm saying? My interview helped a lot of people with their music and different things like that. But then what I found funny is when I would share the interview with my audience and say, you guys go check this out. This is who I interviewed. My audience comes and they support. They'll go out and support that person's music or whatever they got going on, their project. But then I would look at them and be like, well, hold on now. I interviewed you. Why are you not sharing my interview? And it was like every single black celebrity that I interviewed, they never reshared the link. They never posted on their social media. They never shared it with their fans. They never cross promoted with me. So at that point, I was like, F it. 
I'm not about to be giving y'all all this free traffic, all this free. You're not paying me for this. You didn't cut me no check. I did this out the genuine kindness in my heart. Because at the end of the day, my subscribers don't come to my channel to watch me interview people. They come to sip tea and get information from me. You know what I'm saying? They come here for me. So it's like if I'm sharing my platform with you, then I would like the same level of respect reciprocated with you sharing the interview. And if you can't do that, then I'm not interested. And it was so funny because one person came back like a few months later, like, oh, can you interview me again? I got this going on. I said, well, did you share the first interview? They're like, oh, no, I couldn't. I said, okay, well, that's your answer. Since you couldn't share the first interview, since you couldn't shout me out and show me any love, there will be no second interview. Go elsewhere. You know, so it's like, I think that's how we have to start doing it. Once you see that people are not respecting your platform, once you see that they're not respecting you as an individual, because it's not easy to drag heavy equipment to the red carpet, you know what I'm saying, cameras, audio, lighting, and then sometimes you have to pay people that come with you. You know, you may not be getting paid a dime. There's been many red carpet interviews that I've done. I didn't make any money off of them, but I still had to pay the cameraman who was recording everything. The the team, they still got to get a check, even if you're not getting a check. So to not even have that, so to not even have people be nice enough to come and talk to you when, when you're trying to get footage for your blog or for your YouTube channel, I think it's really sad. And I think the only way to stop the foolishness that's just gotten worse and worse over the years that I've noticed with a lot of, you know, how black media is treated. I think black media is going to have to start blacklisting some of these celebrities and reality TV stars and Instagram influencers who don't show black media the respect that they deserve. If you can sit here and get gassed up behind Rolling Stone and E.T. and E! News and all that stuff. But then when your own media is in the house, you turn your nose up or you walk on by. But these were the same people who were reporting on you when you was Gucci Man, the drug dealer or when you was, you know, no. Nobody knew who the hell Quavo was. And it was blogs like The Shade Room, places like The Breakfast Club, Zach TV, and, you know, other people like that who were reporting on these groups before they ever blew up and became mainstream. When mainstream wasn't checking for the Migos, you know what I'm saying? It was the black blogs who were supporting the Migos. So we have to remember that, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, I don't know everybody's situation on the red carpet. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe Quavo had to get somewhere. I don't know. But I've seen it happen too many times that I'm glad that Jamal Finkley is calling it out. You know, and I think that's what people need to see. They need to see what goes on on the back end of these award shows. So when you see your favorite black artist not being interviewed by the black blogs or black or by black media, this is why. You know, and I think it's really sad that unfortunately, once some of our people get to a certain level, they feel like they're too good to come back and reach out. But I don't want to leave this podcast on a negative note because there are black celebrities who do go back and who do reach out to black media and we need to acknowledge them. So if we can call out the ones who do shady things towards black media then we need to be fair and always acknowledge the people who also treat black media fairly and with respect so before i go i'm going to leave you guys on a positive note thank you to miss holly berry who stepped up and spoke to two black reporters, one of which was from Black Tree Media. This was a year ago when she was at the premiere of John Wick 3. And so basically two black um, media outlets were there and her publicist claimed that Holly Berry wouldn't be able to talk to them. And Holly seen that and she walked right on over like, no, I got to talk to you guys. You guys are my people. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to Miss Berry for doing that. Sometimes black reporters and black outlets are pushed to the end and unable to get the proper interview that they need. Well, tonight, Holly Berry interviewed with everybody. Um, as she approached myself and the only, I was the only black woman on the carpet and there was only one black male. 
as soon as they got in front of Lamar and myself, her PR said that she had no time to speak to us. And they began to walk away. They Can we just do a group? One group? Because we're doing group print. And they're already starting at the theater. And, um, you know, I prepared all day. I was super excited. Who doesn't want to talk to Holly Berry? You know what I mean? And she looked at me and she looked at Lamar and said, no, you guys are going to have me skip. I can't skip my brother and my sister. And she turned back around and walked right up to us and we interviewed her. And I just, I feel like, I'm not going to lie, I don't know why I got emotional and I still am, but I take so much pride being black and being one of the only black faces in so many spaces that I'm in. And I just felt like for her to turn around and get- Oh my God, I'm Lamar Dawson. Um, can I just say- The opportunity, I have a newfound respect for <laughs> It was hard, you know, I never worked that hard. I just want to encourage every black woman and male to continue to break barriers in all of these industries because our faces will be seen and our voice will be heard. And kudos to Kerry Washington for always stepping up and going on shows like TV One and black media outlets and things like that. And what and I've told many people this, what I appreciate is your deal has been, I am talking to Roland. I'm doing this media. 2012, we were back and forth trying to get you on, talk about scandal. I had, Ju I had uh, Judy on, I had Columbus on, I always, and, and I remember we were standing, I was doing a live shot, you about to do a live hit, and we didn't realize that we were standing next to each other, and so we hug, and you turn to the ABC person, you are getting me on TV One. Yeah. And you make that, you make that point that that's important, and I tell black folks in Hollywood all the time, we're Don't always here. Your Don't forget us. Don't forget where you come from. Don't forget your community. Why would you want to? It's who you are. You know, you can do everything, but don't let go of yourself to do everything. Do everything as yourself, with yourself, with your community. So we need to give kudos to celebrities who do that. You know what I'm saying? And even The Breakfast Club was giving props to certain celebrities who come back and who talk to The Breakfast Club and who don't act like they're too good to come and talk to them. So this conversation was definitely interesting. Now, I do want to also talk about the little Nas X situation. Now, I do find that kind of problematic that when Gucci walked by, you know, was like, come talk to me. When Quavo walked by, was like, come on, do it for me. And then when little Nas X walked by, it was crickets. Now, that might have been one of two reasons maybe they're not necessarily fans of Nas X people have the right to pick and choose but then another thing is Nas was surrounded by a lot of security and a lot of people and he was a lot further away than Gucci and Quavo like they were like right next to them whereas Nas X was further away on the red carpet so they might have looked at it like well he's so far away why even bother so I don't know about that but I feel like if we want um black artists to respect us and to talk to us as black media let's roll that red carpet to all of them let's shout out all their names let's try and get all their attentions you get what i'm saying but i also find it very funny that there's been a lot of talk about inclusion and how the grammys are not you know including black people in the nominations and diddy gave a long 43 minute speech and everything else about including more black artists but again all the pro-black talk is cool but what about the black media until you guys fix the issue with how you guys treat black media, 
I don't want to hear anything about how the Grammys are treating black artists. Clean up your own home first before you start pointing fingers at the Grammys. Not saying that they're innocent or what they're doing is okay. What I'm saying is that if you want that respect from the Grammys, also give the same respect to black media. And on that note, I'm out. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Tea Time with Lovely Tea Unfiltered. Make sure you guys join me for my next podcast. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.